You're listening to Ed Talk with Anuj, a podcast that takes you back to school to understand how far we all have come and the future we're all headed towards. My name is Anuj and this is my attempt to explore the evolution of the Indian education system through the lens of people from various walks of life. Happy listening. Hello and welcome back to Ed Talk with Anuj and wow I have another episode and a fabulous guest with me on on this one that I'm I'm raring to get started with on a conversation. Now often for the most of us when we hear the word teacher our minds go back to our days in school where we picture a person significantly older in a classroom setting writing something on a chalkboard taking us through chapters in a textbook teaching us subjects assigning homework shushing us through the class and often that stereotypical teacher is someone who we perceive a generation gap with in thought or in way of life now today the word teacher through 2020 and 2021 especially has paved way for a term that's more encompassing of a world beyond subjects curriculum and examinations teaching today is a lot more than one size fits all and that's where the term educator comes in now being an educator today is being more cognizant of individual ability and identity being sensitive to the impact of the world around us on the mental health of an impressionable mind being an educator means a lot more than helping a child or an adolescent score high marks in competitive examinations and being an educator also means learning from those you choose to educate so i have someone with me who is an educator in the true sense of the word someone young and hopeful who has taken upon himself to be the sounding board of an entire generation he's much more than being the ceo and founder of yuva much more than a corporate achiever turned global advisory board member of goalkeepers at the bill and melinda gates foundation he's a catalyst for change a keeper of stories and a healer Welcome Nikhil Taneja I'm so grateful that you agreed to come on board given that at the time of recording this my podcast isn't even published yet but I'm I'm so happy that you're here uh, on the other end of the screen and uh, you know talking to me so thank you so much I I am so grateful to come on board just to hear that introduction <laughs> I think I'm just going to record this uh, snip this introduction off and just send it to everybody uh, you know as a <laughs> default introduction for me please play it before my events uh what a what a what beautiful lofty words i don't know if i am deserving of them but thank you anuj this is really kind of you and i'm so excited to be here honestly thank you thank you i i met you first uh, about i think 2 or 3 years ago i'm you know this whole pandemic has changed the whole timeline thing you know ki kab hua tha last year hua tha year before last hua tha but I, <laughs> so i i met you at roshan's office i i was uh, going there to discuss something about commune and spoken fest and then you know you were there in a meeting with him and then he introduced you and of course spoke wonderful about uh, wonderful words about the work you do and then ever since i started following you following that i think sometime uh, at the start of the second wave we had a conversation where uh, you know yuva was really at the forefront of of helping so many people and supporting them and uh, i had started a little bit of volunteering work in hyderabad and i said you know i'm here in hyderabad if you need anything at all so and then just following that whole trajectory of the second wave and the work that happened the people that came together from below a certain age limit 
यू नो लाइक दिस अम्यूजमेंट पार्क में कि इस हाइट के नीचे हो तो आप जाओ रियली इट वॉज द यूवाज और द यंगस्टर्स रियली लीडिंग दैट इंटायर सपोर्ट एफर्ट एंड एंड यू वर देयर यू नो होल्डिंग दैम फ्लैगिंग दैम ऑफ थ्रू एवरी स्टेप सो दैट्स वेर आई थिंक आई मेट यू नाइव कॉन्स्टेंटली यू नो स्पोक टू यू लास्ट एंड कॉन्स्टेंटली एडमायर्ड योर ग्राफ इन योर ट्रोजेक्ट्री बट I don't want to go back into origin stories again because it will be repeated content if I can use that word. Uh you've spoken a lot about it and I would advise a lot of uh, you know our listeners please go on to Pooja Dingra's podcast uh you know the Filter Coffee podcast where Nikhil has spoken such wonderful words about you know his his life. Um and I'd love to just take some chapters uh, from that that story and ask you What were your days in school like in growing up in Bahrain um what was the the sociological impact on you as as a child in growing up in the Middle East Wow I I already love this question because I have never I mean I've never come across this <laughs> so it's going to make me think uh, typically when I go on podcast it is a bunch of questions that I already know how to answer and I just have to find new ways of answering them <laughs> um but this is interesting okay growing up years um So so I mean how where do I start from in school I was uh, you know I always had this aim of uh, I don't know why you know when I was growing up I had this sense for me as a very young person I mean my first email id and I think that's where I can start from my first email id was nikhil is cool 1986@yahoo.com right I was very self assured as a you know adolescent i used to think that i am uh, uh, i'm really cool uh, uh, although i had absolutely at that point nothing to prove for it you know or to show for it uh, um, but it was a very interesting time in my life because i was uh, you know we were living as you said in i was i grew up in a lot a large part of my life was in bahrain in the middle east uh, and uh, um, you know what's so interesting about uh, staying outside of india is that you actually feel a lot more indian in terms of the way you look at the world because you are the you know you are when you are in india you know then it comes down to i suppose you find other uh, uh smaller communities that you can belong to right so i mean as an older person now i mean you know i could be an entrepreneur as part of a community of entrepreneurs i could be a media person as part of a media community or there of course there are people who define themselves as like you know uh caste class community religion etc etc but i was very i we used to identify ourselves as indians because we were not living in india right and i think that had a really uh, uh that really made me want to be up to understand what being indian meant a lot more you know and my understanding and for anybody who obviously has i think grown up abroad at least i would i would imagine you know uh, uh, as an indian staying abroad our understanding our relationship to uh, to to india is always through bollywood it is through watching that yeah. one film every week where you are going to theaters and you can i mean even if you are not in india you can feel india you can sense india you can listen to india you can watch indians doing like you know embarrassing things <laughs> on screen <laughs> very often uh, uh, and there's a hall full of indians who's come together uh. to cherish this collective experience you know so so i think a lot of so instead of uh, instead of the fact that you know growing up in the middle east actually impacted me in uh, uh, in a way that i grew up in a foreign land never felt like that it was always it always felt in fact i feel uh, in fact i mean to be honest i got my first culture shock when i came to college in india because i was like mm-hmm. i had this image of india that came from kuch kuch hota hai 
दैट केम फ्रॉम डी डी एल जे दैट केम फ्रॉम मिट्टी की खुशबू यू नो यू नो मेरा गाँव मेरा मेरी मिट्टी लिटरली आई वॉज दैट फिल्मी अड एंड देन आई लैंडेड इन इंडिया एंड आई वेंट टू कॉलेज इन अ प्लेस कॉल कुरुक्षेत्र एंड आई वॉज जस्ट लाइक यार ये क्या हो रहा है मेरे साथ धोखा हुआ था सो 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 ग्रोइंग अप इज वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग इन दैट सेंस that uh, as a uh, uh, bollywood really became my my point of uh, a relationship with with myself and being indian and i think uh, uh, and i think a lot of uh, and i wanted to in some way as i said nikhil is cool really wanted to prove myself uh, uh, mm. you know as as worthy of being indian if if that i makes any sense <laughs> no, I, i you know i i i think we we really belong to that generation that discovered email addresses and said nahi yaar apna naam at domain.com sounds so uncool because i had an email address that was lost in search at coolmail.com like there was something called coolmail us time pe you know where you'd log in and the whole interface was ice cubes and icebergs and water droplets and it was coolmail as an answer to hotmail you know so but i'm also amused at this at this irony where when you go to india and people try and sell you a tourist spot they tell you are yahan pe jao bilkul india jaisa nahi dikhega but when you go abroad and you want to find some familiarity they tell you go there it will feel like india <laughs> you know it, it really but, it really feels like that also you know i think i think indians and also come in much closer con- contact and and uh, revel in indianness you know so the cele- the festivals yeah. are celebrated in a lot more i don't even know you know in a quintessential indian manner uh yeah. you know where you where you literally f- dress up you know you go to people's house i don't remember the last time yeah. i went to somebody's house in diwali in india but yeah. uh, but in bharat every year in diwali we would find other indians to go to to celebrate diwali to find some crackers and fuljhadis and dress up really nicely and have <laughs> sweets the whole jimbang you know so so yeah so i think i think it 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 makes you feel a lot more connected uh, in some way to to your country so when you come to kurukshetra after all of that and uh, you you come into study right to uh, do your engineering uh, which is not something that you wanted to do which is something you were expected to do when those uh, rose tinted glasses of india came off so you you went from from the tinder profile to the tinder date uh, what was the first date experience you know it's it's very interesting because uh, um i as i said you know i mean it, it was maybe naivete it was uh, uh, foolishness i don't know what it was uh, but mujhe na matlab geet bolte hain jab bhi met ka mujhe kisi cheez ka bahut shauk hai you know mujhe india jane ka india rehne ka bahut shauk tha i was just like you know i am going to be and i don't know i had a vision for myself i started writing at a very early age so when i was 14 i started writing you know and i started getting writing in the sense of not just writing for myself but actually getting published in hmm. in a, uh, in a look in a magazine called young times uh, right. and what a journey from young times to you are uh, so it was a part of the khalish times group over there you know so i was i was getting published as a young person i, I didn't like some you know 100 plus articles i had interviewed uh, people like michael schumacher and junoon band and shankar hmm. mahadevan hmm. uh uh even before i reached college so i anyway in my in my own head had this heightened idea about what i could do and what i could be in life kya agar main i mean if i could say so i was you know bharen ke andar world famous tha main you know in my in my own little way and my own little yeah. community and then i reached india which is obviously this absolute melting pot of like 
all kinds of things and then you go to haryana and you are in kurukshetra so i i belong mm-hmm. i i belong to karnal so just to give that perspective mm-hmm. uh, uh you know my family is uh, based out of there um i mean grandparents were based out of there in some way and kurukshetra is obviously 30 minutes away from from my home so kurukshetra really became the destination for me to go for that reason versus you know anywhere else i could have been in india or anywhere i could have been abroad you know but i wanted to be closer to my grandparents actually at that point or my grandfather in particular uh, and i thought it would be really nice to spend uh, a few years uh, you know uh, studying while i get to meet him etc and then when you land in you you know you land in india and you have this you you kind of open your eyes and and i would say open your nostrils <laughs> you know the 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 heightened senses that you mm. get you know uh, uh, you you're not prepared for it and then that's just one aspect of it right ki i had this image from bollywood films ki bahut sab kuch saaf sutra hota hai which to was like mm. ye kya ho raha hai but mm. then the second aspect of it is that the college life depicted in bollywood always has been this really fancy you know you know good looking guys good looking girl sharukh khan wearing mm. a chain called cool tommy hilfiger jackets you know uh, and i had this version of 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 college life in my head which was That which was like you know कि चलो ठीक है कुछ कुछ होता नहीं होगा मैं हूँ ना होगा मतलब that is I was like a Xavier's नहीं होगा where I will not have you know Rani Mukherjee and Kajol I will probably have uh, you know a मैं हूँ ना where at least it looks like this beautiful campus and there are these like Sushmita Sen kind of teachers I don't know what I was thinking and then you reach Kurukshetra and you're just like मैं ये कहाँ आ गया हूँ यू नो इट्स लाइक यू रीच दी एंड ऑफ सिविलाइजेशन एंड एंड एट दी एंड आफ्टर दैट यू हैव एन एडी कुरुक्षेत्र एज अ कॉलेज विच इज यू नो आई मीन नाउ इट्स फार बेटर डेवलप्ड बट एट दैट टाइम इट वाज जस्ट लाइक अ वेयर एम आई सो इट वाज वेरी वेरी डिफिकल्ट फॉर मी टू एक तो मेक सेंस विद द रियालिटी इन एक्सपेक्टेशन ऑफ माई बॉलीवुड अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ इंडिया एंड द सेकेंड थिंग ऑफकोर्स इज दैट यू नो वेन यू वेन यू यू नो फर्स्ट इंटरेक्ट विद यंग पीपल ऑफ इंडिया एंड इवन एट दैट टाइम you realize ki the bubble of privilege you've been in you know yes. you realize that i had this understanding of this is what the world is and then your understanding shatters because you you speak to one young person the i mean the the very first conversation i had in a in a in the mess of my college i can't get it out of my head because it it just mm. completely shattered my way of my perception of what i used to think life is like and right. and from that i think a lot of my journeys is then has genuinely just been to try to make a make sense of my own privilege and see what i can do with whatever i have to kind of try to create some sort of an impact and the second is you know just realizing that young people in india are like a i mean they are just i mean they are just brilliant and there's so much to learn and and uh, uh, yeah so so much that can be done and and it's just that the opportunity hasn't reached everybody um it, there's a lot of disparity in the opportunity that is um, you know permeating down from let's say the cities or or you know the, the metropolitan cities down to let's say towns or, or or villages and that causes a whole spectrum of let's say eq or iq within uh, the the indian youth but again going back to school uh, nikhil were there or was there a teacher in school or even in uh, in in your engineering college who had a significant impact on who you were or what your thoughts were or what your outlook was that's a great question anuj and and you know i wish i had a uh, 
good answer for it you know or a or a ready answer for it or a or a mm. happy answer to it you know but i think like i i do remember a bunch of uh, um, you know teachers who were kind to me in some way you know mm-hmm. or who were who were uh, you know decent at their job uh, but you know i all my life i have always been very surprised by the fact that most of the teachers were either homemakers who were just teaching for extra money or like you know uh, professors who were who couldn't do something else and hence were teaching you mm. know i mean that is what it seemed to be you know and i say this with you know i mean i i having been a teacher myself i i have just so much love and respect for the institution of teaching and and for the education system but i think it it's it's a lot to say it it's, it's a lot more to be said about the value we give teachers in our society in that mm-hmm. the amount of money that they are making in that the amount of comforts or the i mean can you imagine the most important thing in the world i suppose is to shape the minds of young people right and then yes. you don't even and teachers should then in that sense actually be some of the highest paid people i would say across right why are yes. we why is a bollywood celebrity far better paid than the than a teacher who's going to shape the mind of a child in our country right who's going to shape what this youth becomes and what where they take our country but that's just not how it is you know so so unfortunately i think the kind of teachers even when i encountered while growing up and there were some there were some sweet you know as i said kind teachers but no mm. one who kind of had an impact on my life which i i think i was always searching for i was always searching for that one teacher who i could you know who i could like say okay this person is is the reason because i read a lot of books as, even as a child right. and i'd always right. have these ideas of mentors and i this ideas of like you know people who you meet and then like who change your life in some way but it just never happened and on the other hand what i did encounter a lot of times and and i wouldn't say myself because uh you know for what it's worth i was i was a decent student etc so i never really had a teacher who was like awful to me in that sense but what i did encounter were teachers who were being awful to a lot of other folks uh uh mm-hmm. you know who were who were close to me so i have for example my brother who was not as good at studies i would say as as me in that sense and i was also good at studies only from a like you know uh, i mean i was a decent student and and after bond i stopped caring but my brother you know who was not really uh, uh, all that great at getting marks in an exam and he was bright in mm. 100 different ways except for that one thing the way that you know the teachers used to treat him the way that they would you know compare him constantly saying that your brother we remember and look at you you know the way that they they and it would break my heart that this is the system that we are you know part of that where instead of trying to shape i mean can you imagine like you know even and and i know i'm going on a you know maybe no, i don't want to ramble but uh, uh, no no absolutely go you on know, please sections were divided by the mm. brightness of students in every i don't know if i mean it still mm. happens but you know you would have a b c d sections a yeah. were for the brightest kids b were for the yeah. next level bright etc etc right and then you had a mixture of like you know average kids in some way who jinka kuch ho sakta hai shayad nahi ho sakta and then the teachers assigned to these sections or the special mm. preference given to these sections you would say even let's assume that that's the system of you know marking that you're giving and then you know xyz sections are actually the sections which where the where you have the lowest rung of kids you know in terms of uh, uh, what 
what what the education system thought was the lowest rung, right? right? Uh, in the right. class hierarchy of this. Uh, uh, but instead of giving them more attention and instead of giving them the best teachers who would who actually deserve uh, you know who so that they could learn better do better you know uh, uh, mingle better be equipped for life better the best teachers were always for the people who were already doing well to kind of make sure that your ex- that your your yes. board results or your examination yes. results and the college's results were up to the mark as compared to other schools or other colleges right and that is mm. just that's my first you know understanding of how unfair that system was it came not only from what i went through but a lot from what my uh, uh, brother younger brother kind of went through uh, mm-hmm. having been you know not as excellent as studies in that sense so so i mean i have i wish i had like this answer you know okay this professor this teacher you know has left a you know impression on me but like i would say when i look back it's always been heartbreaking that you know there was never that one person who forget me who stood by my brother you know forget mm. me I, i don't even care who kind of you know took mm. my brother's hand and said okay you are not you know for whatever it's worth you know not as if people are if other teachers are comparing you i'm going to help you do better in mm. life this is you know i mean it's it's a fantastic learning in itself to go through because it's something that i have held very close to my heart in that any experience or any person that i come across there are always one of two things that i learn i either learn how to be or i learn how not to be and often the path to being what you want to be uh is shaped by chipping away the parts that you don't want to be and when you come across these kind of people unfortunately who've been cruel to either you or uh, the people around you there is in your subconscious you're also telling yourself this is not how i want to be because it's causing me pain so therefore maybe i don't want to cause that pain to another person so when a nikhil grows up in bahrain or in uh, kurukshetra doing his engineering degree and then goes on to the hindustan times and then you know the the biggest media production houses in the country and then becoming this entire uh, uh, story of success in a particular uh, zone of life in a particular uh, aspect of life or an industry what was that one point or who is the one or or maybe more than one teachers outside your formal education system who probably influenced you to become an educator or a catalyst for change it was actually the other way around and it wasn't actually anybody i kind of uh, looked up to you know it was actually the lack of role models for me that decided that that made me feel like i should try to be one and not in a you know in a braggy way but like pretty yeah. much in a way that how can i help uh, you know other people who are younger yeah. to me uh, you know in all the things that i did not get you know uh, and 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 i mean there's a there's a whole different story of you know how i also got bullied at school a lot you know and and that was i didn't have anybody who kind of uh, kind of as a teacher or the support system was there you know which i felt mm. very weird i was i was a i was the kind of student who was doing all of these things you know where everyone in school as i said kind of knew about me you know mm. i used to win i was what do you i mean in 10 standard i was group champion which is basically winning mm. the maximum trophies uh, uh, in the academic year in all the festivals etc etc which is and i was a non athlete so typically it would always go to athletes i was the only non athlete in like many years who had gotten this in that sense and yet wow. and yet no i i'm saying this again to just say that even at that level 
I did not have teacher supports because a, a teacher support system to me, uh, if I was getting bullied or if I was going through a you know low point or where where I did not, uh, and and just to illustrate that as an you know as a, and I've said this in one of my talks, but I'll just illustrate that I think it's relevant yeah, yeah. to this podcast. You know, I'll tell you how bad it was for me, uh, uh, in in terms of bullying, right? So. I'm the one who keeps getting constant awards for whatever you know, whether it's debate, whether it's speeches, whether this, that, blah, blah, drama, yeah, you know, etc., etc. Uh, and we have an auditorium where like there's everybody in that auditorium, all the school comes together. It's a, I mean, we were in Bahrain. So there was a school called Indian School Bahrain and all the Indians yep. studied in Indian school. So then there was a high school assembly where uh, I think six standard up, no, uh, yeah, six to seven standard upwards to like 12 standard. Everybody was in that big hall. Uh, and then there was a stage and students, went, you know, every uh, like week, I think they would announce awards and often end up winning something. And then every time, imagine this, okay, it's segregated, of course, by boys and girls. And, you know, I mean, you know, not too many people from the third gender at that time, of yeah. course, uh, came out. So, um, so, so the boys section, I'm sitting at the, you know, I'm, I'm standing at the back because being a senior in 10th or whatever it is, 10th or 11th. And I'm going on the front because my name has been announced as the award goes to Nikhil Taneja. And imagine the moment my name is said, you know, the whole, I mean, like literally a whole section of the boys auditorium starts booing. So it's like the award goes to Nikhil Taneja boo, oh. you know, and, 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 uh, uh, and then, you know, of course I'd, I'd always, when I'm walking there slowly, steadily hearing these boos, trying not to feel too awful about it, still looking at the girls section saying that if the girls are not booing, it's all good. <laughs> you know, as long as it's just the boys booing, Nikhil, you're okay. You know, and there were many reasons why, you know, I later found out that, uh, you know, people in my school did not used to like me. Uh, they had an impression of me, which was just not accurate uh, because I, I was, I never spoke to anybody at school, which they, uh, and that was because I was getting bullied, which they misconstrued as having an attitude or whatever it is, right? But like, can you imagine like a kid going through this and nobody in the school kind of saying like, you know, okay, Nikhil, uh, what's happening? Let's try and understand or try to help you or whatever. I left at, at, at the end of 10th standard. I was, in, uh, my bullying had gotten so bad that it had reached my brother who was getting bullied now. And he had even once got beaten up for being my brother once uh-huh. that, that I left uh, Indian school. Uh, uh, I left Bahrain and came to India to study in 11th standard because I was, I can't take it anymore. And then of course, you know, I mean, the whole thing, a couple of things mm-hmm. happened in my life. I decided to go back uh because i was just like i need to this cannot be my story was the thing in my head you know that my story can't be running away it it has to be you know facing it or whatever so i ended up going back in 11th but but you know and i think those are the things that kind of ended up shaping me so much because i realized that you know there's not been one single elder person in my life who's actually uh been there for me you know and and i would and and this as i said in school was you know okay about my personal bullying or whatever in college, I would see this, you know, ek to ragging hoti di, which is still, chalo, hai. you know, there was a whole ragging thing now, which is an engineering college phenomenon, which again, not many, you know, there was no interventions that were happening at that level, you know, mm. while I suppose that by the time I had joined, ragging wasn't very, very intense. But, you know, when you look at the, as I said, you know, the, the, the divisions of class and caste privilege, you know, that we had, mm. you would notice, I mean, as an example, okay, and and uh, um, I got my, you know, I ended up sitting for a couple of placements. And when I say I ended up sitting, so it also talks about my privilege, right? Like, yeah. I was, I didn't want to, 
I wanted to go to Bom- uh, Bombay. I was even in college. I had created like I mean I was working for a uh, I mean I was editor of the college whatever magazine. I had there was a there was a magazine that I was running as an editor called Graffiti. Uh, mm. uh, you know I had a I mean I was doing a ton of things etc etc. And I wanted to like put take my career forward in the media even though I was engineering. So that was very clear to me. I had interviewed Shah Rukh Khan at twenty. I had come to Bombay to the KBC sets to interview Shah Rukh Khan. So I was like, "Ye to me kar sakta hu whatever." But uh, so, but I still sat for because my parents wanted obviously ki you should have a backup job etc. I still sat for placements. Sat for two jobs, which I just ended up getting like super easily. Okay, one was and both good companies. Okay, CSC, which is a really good uh, uh, you know core company of uh, uh, you know uh, software computer company, and then Accenture yeah. as well. Ended up getting two jobs just by sitting for them, and a lot of that wasn't because I was a really smart or intelligent student, but I could communicate really well. And I remember these couple of folks who were, you know, part of the placement, uh, who had come also also sat for placements with me, and uh, and you know who were at a much better pointer than me, knew much more about uh, uh, core technical than me, but much mm. better, much more hardworking than me, not getting these mm. jobs. Why? Because they couldn't speak English properly. Why? Because they did not have the confidence to to kind of uh, uh, you know crack the hr round as they call it and that would just i mean i would see that and i'd just be like yaar matlab what have i done in my life to kind of deserve these two positions which i in my head also i kind of knew that i am probably going to let go of you know because i wanted to do something else so in my head it was just a backup i'd just taken somebody's position taken somebody's jobs you know and there were people who really needed jobs because they came from background which were which where where get them getting a job actually meant them getting a certain amount of money for their families you know mm. so so in even in college i started you know this club called aspire so i was like okay you know what we're going to try and do is we're going to get all the seniors together and we're going to try and you know mentor or and people who speak good english and kind of try and mentor those who don't speak good english you know uh, through a club you know where we mm-hmm. have weekly forums you know where we do speeches where we do uh, you know debates so so you know and this give them a little bit of training just to talk in english better just to get their confidence to build up etc etc and again a lot of mm-hmm. this just genuinely came from uh, uh, a again as i said the two things that that just came common in my experience and you know Uh, was the fact that uh, you know a i had some sort of a privilege which which was exposed because again and i have to say this well because i'm talking about it right i didn't get in through nid gurukshetra through the ai triple i got in through the dasa gota which is the direct admission of students abroad so my my right. entry also in it was through a quota where i was paying a little bit more than all the folks who had worked so hard so it, there was always mm. a sense of you know uh, you know understanding for me that you know do i deserve this seat or do i not deserve this seat uh, uh you know i've i've gotten in through my dad's money in that sense you know even though it wasn't mm. big money <laughs> you know mm. uh, i i but but at the same time uh, how can i use my seat over here how can i use my time over here to kind of give back and not be a complete like you know uh, waste this opportunity not for myself but like if i could help mm. in some way and the second as i said the consistent lack of role models anywhere you know including in engineering college you know and like i mean and then the, on the other hand they were just as you said cruel examples of teachers and professors that would just mm. kind of force you to really think about what to do wow. thank you thank you for sharing that because to have no role models to speak of uh, in itself can can i mean it's 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 not a it can feel very empty but i'm glad you know you've 
turn that around to fill the void that so many other youngsters are going through with lack of role models or lack of a support system how does yuva um let me let me rephrase that question you and i right now sitting across uh, you know screens across the internet where there's a podcast that we are talking on we're talking in english which is the language of social media which is language of the working language of the world um, and we already come from our own individual world of privilege now the work that you have started with yuva and which has mushroomed so beautifully across the country how is it reaching the vernacular the regional interiors how is it re- reaching places with uh, not as much privilege as as we carry in our lives i just i mean I, I, this is the easy part of the podcast for me to answer but right now i'm just <laughs> going through so many emotions thinking about my school and college life and like the the frustrations that are coming back to me you know uh, for all the uh, you know for all the stuff that we have seen and gone through and again you know as i said mm. they were still kind folks right they were not exceptional teachers but just people yeah. who were just kind you know who were who kind of showed like they cared one more step than anybody else it could be even a pat on the back it could be like saying giving you a nickname which meant something sweet i can remember a teacher who used to once call me mr t with like fondness which was just like okay you know sweet you know Uh, yeah so there was there was a there was a teacher who was my hindi teacher in 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 school uh, uh mr rehman who was who just was always like you know in a in a place where he always had a lot of belief ki na tum na bare mein rehke hindi ke sath jo kar rahe ho tum na you can do a lot more when you go to india with hindi i suppose etc etc mm. so he had this little bit of confidence again not like a mentorship etc but just a little bit extra would always take that one minute out to say nikhil tum jo kuch kar rahe ho wagaira wagaira right mm-hmm. uh, uh, even in my even in my uh, college you know uh, they were uh, while nobody there was my uh, our, our uh, professor who was our uh, computers ka head of department mr mayank dave just really sweet you know like where other there was where there were other teachers who i will not name who were just who were yeah. actually actively unkind who would just be like okay to me if you are not good at this it's not my problem you better get good at this or you will lose your marks i'm going to fail you i'm going to ensure that you don't deserve to kind of go to the next level of uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know your your next year i will i'll spoil because you know so actively unkind without trying to understand why what where you know which again and i and i have the empathy now to realize that maybe they were not getting paid enough maybe something else etc etc whatever right wo jaise sorry to interrupt wo jaise kehte hai na ki school mein ki agar wo bachchon pe zyada hi daant rahe to shayad subah ghar pe jhagda hua hoga to wahan ki bhada sab bachchon pe nikal rahe it's a typical joke that keeps going around but it's probably the truth you know it's maybe not just a joke it's probably the truth maybe they have had unhappy lives you know yeah. where they wanted to do more and be more and 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 which is and it's so it hurts me so much to say that they ended up being teachers because only only because that the payment the the salary structure and 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 the uh, uh, perks of being a teacher may not be as much as being a computer engineer whereas you know you are actually creating computer engineers and so hence you should actually be getting paid like 10 times more than anybody else so it it hurts me to say that you know this is this is a step down for them where it should have actually been a step up right uh, uh anyway so i mean i i just need to process all of that you know no, no, just, sure sure i'm, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> if i opened up uh, you know no no not at all it's an uncomfortable door but uh, i was just very curious about no, no, your journey there it's it's 
I mean, it it again keeps me, you know, and and, I, and I'm the reason I'm pointing out of some of the you know kinder folks is also to remember mm. that you know it's not like there was nobody. So kindness has been your role model. Those little moments of kindness that you've experienced has has been your role model. Of course, scattered across different people. So so again, coming back to my question, now there are the youngsters or the yuva in the urban centers of India, the English speaking privileged worlds of India. uh terms like mental health um you know trauma or anxiety or being woke all of these are english terms how do the, how does that translate to uh hindi speaking belts or regional language belts and because children there and youngsters there are facing the same problems in a different language how does the work of yuva translate down to um the interiors really if you can No, absolutely. So, so you know, I mean, I loved what you said. Kindness was probably my teacher, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in some way or the other, uh, and much to think about over there. Um, but I suppose you know, my my journey to kind of what I'm doing with you are kind of started at NIT only in terms of you know what I experienced there in that in that uh, uh, where my privilege kind of was blown away, where I was just you know in the same hostel with like you know 450 students of my batch from all parts mm-hmm. of India. Like my wife, I I met my wife current. I mean my my wife right now, uh, you know at NIT Kurukshetra. She was my junior there. She is from Assam. There was no chance that had I been in Bahrain or or maybe in any other college in now Mumbai, Delhi, or maybe there could have been. But it was very rare. I mean, the 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 this the the chance of me meeting like somebody from Guwahati, Assam, and then falling in love and then being with her for the last fifteen years, uh, could mm, have happened only wow. in uh, a place like NIT Kurukshetra, I suppose. So I mean the melting pot of cultures, the melting pot of opinions, the melting pot of like you know backgrounds and communities, etc. Really, that's where I think a lot of my understanding of uh, India, you know, and I suppose and I always say this, you know, when you understand, if you try to understand the stories of India as young, you understand the story of India, the story of India, not just the stories wow. of India, right? Beautifully said. You know, wow. and and it's so. So I'll tell you how, and you know, this is such a I've not spoken about this. So because we were talking about our school college days, so interesting, right, uh, Anuj? So we used to have, and it will make sense when I'm why I'm telling you this, okay? So we used mm-hmm. to have power cuts, okay? At that point of time, obviously, Haryana ke under lots of power cuts. This is between two thousand four and two thousand eight, where I was uh, studying in college. We uh, we still did not have Wi-Fi or LAN internet in our in our college. So there was right. uh, there was very little to do during those power cuts, and there would be two two hour power cuts at night. So कुछ लोग तो obviously पढ़ रहे होते थे उनको so then they'd put up like literally lamp के नीचे पढ़ना या फिर whatever you know. Uh-huh. Uh, um, or then there were people you know who would talk to their girlfriends like me <laughs> you know <laughs> during that time. Uh, but of course a lot long lot majority of people were just like क्या करें What do we do? Mm. And then the first and second mm. year over there, even I was like clueless. You know, what do you do when you have a power cut? This and we anyway the internet wasn't 4G, etc. And you'd have mm. like uh, uh, there's nothing literally to it. It's blazing hot in the summers, etc., etc. So I started doing. I don't even know how this practice started for me, but I was just like, okay, you know, one day I just decided I was like, कुछ करने को नहीं है मैं अपने एक रूम में बैठा हूँ गर्मी लग रही है you know uh, uh, let me just go to the room of somebody over here and just knock on their door and just like try and talk to them right but more mm. than that try to listen to them so i knocked on somebody's door and it was this guy who used to always stay next to me and i never spoken to him and i just mm. asked him i was like yaar hum log matlab 6 mahine se matlab we live two doors away from each other <laughs> but i don't know your story you know and i don't know where you i mean i, I only know you are from this place but i don't know anything about you more than that would love to hear your story You know, अगर तेरे पास टाइम है तो बता मुझे यू नो तो एंड दिस बॉय इज जस्ट लाइक 
ചെന്നൈ different people from 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 the uh from the country that i met over there and just kind of heard all these stories and every story you know i mean anuj every story had like this you know obviously you know we, we kind of have this first of all hamara na dimag mein ye hota hai ki young log na bahut entitled hote hain ya ye young log na they don't deserve to have their stories be told or heard but you know i think at that point only i kind of realized that every young person even to reach a place like college they've overcome mm. so much there's so much that has this such a huge life that they've had to live to reach this place which is a college like nit kurukshetra to do computer engineering you know so that in mm. itself was blowing my mind ki man log hum log to na stories ki baat karte hain we always look at achievers we always look at people yeah. who made it we look at people who are like you know at the at at uh, whatever level of uh, success they have had but even in like this is also success to reach a college in india Yes. Uh, you know genuinely to make it to a college and to be staying in a hostel and studying to become an engineer is huge success for people of so many different backgrounds right so again yes. you know a lot of my understanding of just the lives of people and just 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 the just the brilliant brilliant stories of you know young people from india you know their ambitions their dreams their hopes this who are like me but not like me in many ways i would always find mm. myself in these stories and at the same time you know i think they would i mean uh, 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 i would also find things that i could never have imagined and 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 mm. i think uh, that led me in many ways to being a teacher which you haven't spoken about much but yeah, but yeah. but uh, uh, you know when i was in hindustan times i wanted to kind of uh, uh, i mean as i said you know for the lack of mentorship i'd have all these interns come in they just wouldn't know much about uh, uh, you know journalism and i was like you know teen saal bmm kiya and yet you can't write a copy properly kya chal raha hai so then i wanted to teach from that perspective ki chalo ek baar thoda sikhata hu let me let me not just complain and let me try and do yep. something about it right so got this opportunity to teach in jehan started by talking about journalism ended up you know talking a lot about stuff like mental health and kindness and empathy and yep. creating these safe spaces seven years i taught there seven years of students whose stories i've heard you know uh, and and really that's that's a lot of the basis of what yuva really came to be you know that ek to hame na and and as again so many different aspects of my life <laughs> how, do, how do i put it in <laughs> you know as simple terms but when i was in yashraj uh, i was i was uh, uh, creating all of these pieces of content that became quite successful you know so i was uh, my mm. claim to fame in that sense is i've i've made four of the first web, first 10 web series that were ever made in india so bang baja barat man's mm. world lady zoom mm. papo apa in 2014 15 16 they were the first few web series to have ever been made in india on youtube and uh, while i was making these web shows you know i mean i'd always 
a lot of the issues we spoke about them really came from the insights and the stories and the conversation that i have my with with my students in a classroom because i would so again aware of the 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 uh, sheer differences in the way the of perception that we had like i'd be sitting in this glass cabin in a studio in lokhandwala andheri you know and we would be sitting over there and talking about young logo kya chahiye you know and young mm. logo ye chahiye young logo wo chahiye and always the answer somehow became ki young log do cheez karte hain ek pyar karte hain ya murder karte hain you know it is, it is just like that is all bollywood is about you know so either they are falling in love or they are killing somebody and it's just like bro i am i am in my classroom and i am listening to my students you know so many stories i go back to kurukshetra so many stories why are the stories not being reflected in our content you know what are we doing mm. so some attempt at yashaj was to kind of do that and then you are really became about again just this idea ki hum log na bombay mein baith kar na india ki kahaniyan nahi bata sakte bombay mein baith kar we can't really uh, uh, say that we understand india so really you were started as a platform only that would uh it's called yuva versus called being youth versus being called gen z versus called millennial or whatever it is right there was a reason i called it yuva in hindi because i wanted it to be a uh, you know a a a a a a platform for young people from every part of india you know because i see again mm. you know anuj and this is something like i don't even think you realize subconsciously when you're speaking you're saying down to the you know tier twos or whatever i would say cities are an you know it you kind of it's not down to actually think it's ground up from the from these places right what the privileges agree. of these sure. cities are these privileges yes. are based on you know on all the brilliant yes. incredible work that is happening in these towns in tier 2 tier 3 we call them actually they are yes. tier 1 tier 2s hum log tier 3 yes. pe jo na privileges pe baithe hue hain that is using the labor of all these tiers and that labor they are enjoying in our like flats and whatever it is right and i have Agreed. always thank you like, for thank you for correcting me i mean uh, this is this is something that i am going to cause uh, you know <laughs> absolute correction in my life going forward you don't realize how subconsciously you you, you think don't about, you know? so, absolutely you know so so go on, go on, so that's it so for me it was very like i was always and again you know i, I don't know if it's coming across as as if i am like some like you know man a young logon ko you know unki awaaz sununga ya nothing like that it was very simple for me it was just the fact that you know there is there is this incredible bunch of young people in our country who are not being heard you know and i want to start a platform that at least tries that at least tries to give them a voice you know or, or i won't even say give them a voice that's the wrong way of that's the wrong terminology but at least tries to amplify the voices that they have in a way that they can be heard on a mass scale in the privileged cabins of ours in our cities where we think that and 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 you would know it better than anybody else i would imagine because you know i mean as 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 being in the media for such a long time you know when we most of the people who say that they understand youth their understanding is also coming from the son or daughter <laughs> you know ki my my son and daughter who is in who's 14 and who's uh, you know studying in this you know obra international school or you know reliance school or whatever it is where all these hyper rich people think this is what they think and this is what they do so this is what the world is but aap aap jaakar dekho india ke bahar matlab you know har college mein aajkal ek startup khula hua hai you know har college mein matlab and i am talking about every single you know what we call tier 2 tier 3 ke andar na matlab chappe chappe pe na log na business idea lekar baithe hue hain aur you know to ready to transform india you know digital india you know we can sit on twitter and and make as much fun of it you know uh, 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 
आत्मनिर्भर इंडिया यू नो एंड एंड अगेन माय पॉलिटिकल पोजीशंस आर ओपनली आउट देयर सो सो यू नो या सो एंड एट द सेम टाइम यू नो व्हेन वी टॉक अबाउट स्टफ लाइक आत्मनिर्भर इंडिया एंड एंड डिजिटल इंडिया एंड मेक फन ऑफ इट ऑन ट्विटर व्हाट वी डोंट रियलाइज इज दैट यू नो इन दीस प्लेसेस व्हिच हैव ऑफन बीन इग्नोर्ड बाय द द द लार्ज कॉर्पोरेशंस हु आर हेड क्वार्टर्ड इन दीस सिटीज these young people are listening to atmanirbhar they're listening to you know digital india and they're trying yeah. because they want to break out of their circumstances and they want themselves to be heard they're like acha meri awaaz nahi ab tum sunoge na to main na ek ek i will i will again like in the bhagat singh manner do an explosion but that explosion is of a company that i'll start or a or a business that i'll start or i'll do something that is going to take everybody by storm and by surprise so i think it is we have ignored a whole bunch of young people just because they don't have access to media or the access to the uh, uh, to the to the uh, platforms of the rich and elite you know and that is now changing you know because of youtube because of instagram because of tiktok and takada can you know moj and you know josh etc etc and and really uh, you know you are wanted to be one such platform you know which which kind of at least try to ensure that we are listening not just in our bubbles but across the country fantastic wow thank you thank you for sharing this perspective i think it's it's just tremendously widened my own uh, horizons right now just sitting here and i can only imagine what you must have experienced in your travels across because yeah. you've gone <laughs> from place to place you know uh, understanding and listening to stories and it's what you have spoken about in whether it was your tedx talk or in or in so many other places you've spoken about all you did was listen and that caused a whole movement you know just the art of listening because that's what they need and let me just bring it back to where we are now we are in the middle of a very unique pandemic a pandemic in a digital age right we talk about these yuva these youngsters being a digital generation and that you've mentioned a time and again that they've been born into the internet and that's what sets them apart but despite that despite being the children of the internet they are still overwhelmed by the digital lives that they've had to lead in the pandemic day in and day out where an older generation is struggling to figure out how to deal with a global shutdown due to a virus um the it, and a younger generation caught in this intense uncertainty of life is not being heard they are the future unki to baat sun lo matlab you know what are they feeling what what is happening to them and then try and figure out solutions or try and just understand perspectives to this whole problem through their lens as well not from somebody who is already li- but then a whatsapp, WhatsApp uncle, uncle would say you know hum kyu sune unki baat inko kya pata hai inhone kitni zindagi ji hai ha humse poocho hum the us time are yaar you know so what is the impact that the pandemic has had on gen z and what have their coping mechanisms been through this entire time ah uh, you know again another really important question not just a great question because i don't think we even recognize and of course you know a first of all i think all of us are going through something or the other right so this is also one of those times where it actually becomes genuinely difficult to empathize for somebody else because every one of us has gone through so much you know and 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 in a in a personal capacity you know at the very worst people have lost people otherwise you know there have been mental health issues that we've all gone through you know that people have lost their job their livelihood uh you know 
got in covid struggled with you know i mean and covid is also a really scary disease right so uh, so a you know and in all of this of course we have missed out on the understanding of you know what is happening with our young people you know what is happening in our country uh, with young people in india uh, uh, in in you know who we were always thinking acha ye to digital generation hai you know wo log to uh uh they will be able to actually figure this out much better than meeting it on the other hand what's happening is while there's a generation that was uh, uh uh you know that's born on the internet as i say you know or, or kind of uh, has always had a device in their hand since the time they were born uh it is it is the first time in their lives that they've realized how important the human connection is right uh, uh and and the reason for that is you know what is happening in in many ways is uh this generation has such a huge and we spoke what you spoke about generation gap right at the beginning there's such a huge generation gap between this generation and its parents because the the gap in understanding of the world that has come from you know of a 16 year old 17 year old today who has been on the internet since the last 10 12 years you know and and not on the internet in a way that they are only using email etc like us people who are doing it right now only for work but genuinely exploring genuinely finding communities finding you know going on wikipedia going on youtube you know opening their mindsets to like all that's out there the knowledge the awareness the information that they are gathering they actually have a far deeper understanding of the way the world works at this point you know the way the world is and all the different opinions of it than their parents which has led to a really large generation gap between the parents and them because the parents have gone on the internet not to, not because you know they were internet natives or digital natives but because that has become the language of work you know and they have had to pick it up for work but unki zindagi usse pehle bhi thi aur uski zindagi uske baad bhi rahegi but in logon ki zindagi internet pe rahi but what has happened is the fact that they were able to go out and be with the people who were like them the communities that they had in their schools in their colleges with the friends that they had with the people that they loved etc those were in many ways the safe spaces of like minded folks so like four young people who are queer for example you know just getting to hang outside and exchange their stories and exchange whatever they're going through that was a community and a safe space that they had that they cannot have at home where they are not even out to their parents where they don't know how, you know how their parents would ever react you know if they found out that this person is is uh, you know uh, uh, not heterosexual uh, uh, and it and i can say this for anybody else for any kind of perspective a, a, a boy or a girl who's feminist you know having that you know and and is has to stay at home right now in a patriarchal setup where the where in a pandemic the father still thinks it's the duty of the mother to do the all the household work while the father has to sit and you know you know sit in a room and just do you know emails and then mili chai liya mili ye kar do mili wo kar do how frustrating that experience can be so the so the so for these these young people who actually lost their safe spaces you know in the pandemic which existed outside of their homes and not every and this is another thing that we need to realize not everybody has a safe space at home you know a lot of our country is riddled with you know problems where uh, typically and i don't want to kind of you know outrage a lot of people but typically statistically it is the man of the house who's, who ends up being violent you know and and yes. and that is a very uh, uh, scary thing for young people to kind of be part of now now in that environment these people have to do their college they have to do their uh, you know whatever projects they have to do if they are doing an internship online to find livelihoods online all of that is there uh, and of course find their now safe spaces on the internet 
in the presence of their parents sometimes when they don't even don't have their own rooms which is actually a large part of our population who who don't have like a young person who's 16 would not have their own room they be like tum drawing room mein kaam karo jahan par tumhare papa bhi baithe hain aur uske beech mein tumhe not only padhai karni hai kaam karna wagaira wagaira tum tum you you can't express yourself in the way that you go so these are just issues we are not even aware of forget understanding them pata hi nahi humko ye sab chal raha hai you know so it's a it's been a very uh, uh, and of course these kids are managing, managing right of course they found a way to kind of uh, uh, you know express themselves they found a way to kind of you know deal with this some of them have you know managed to bridge a little bit of that gap between themselves and their families but by and large it's been it's it's taken a huge hit on the mental health of a lot of the students in our country you know a lot of the younger folks in our country and and it's very important i would say not only for educationists who are actually adding to a lot of the grief to their parents i mean to to the students by sometimes saying acha aaj exam ho raha hai nahi ho raha exam digital pe hoga offline hoga ye ho raha wo ho raha etc and especially i would say uh, uh parents you know who you know i mean it's so difficult again as i said i i i i do have empathy for parents who who are not able to get through their young people you know that the children and and the young folks at their home but but the way to kind of get through them is not anger is not irritation is not annoyance it is listening it is not talking down to them it is not talking at them it is it is not even talking to them it is listening to them you know listening which we are not doing listening yeah such a simple term but such a complex action you know it has so much intention uh, attached to it uh, listening because hearing is a physical process but listening is where you're psychologically involved where you're emotionally involved uh, this is beautiful so in this situation that we are and i'm sorry we're going a little above time that i had no, uh, you know shared you now right i've i've just from I've, you i think this is this this conversation has taken me on a journey <laughs> <laughs> so this has been really lovely i come from a family of educationists um my parents have been running two schools for the last 37 years in hyderabad and i've been heading operations for some time and our school is is built on the foundation that we focus on individual potential and ability rather than a one size fits all education model uh, we don't give marks or ranks we look at rate of progress and growth and we celebrate that um however in this disparity between what teachers are trying to do what students are trying to achieve and what parents are trying to expect from the school and from the students what is the missing link today in an age of careers that are beyond imagination i was talking on clubhouse to somebody the other day we were talking about how jeff bezos and these guys are all going into space and why are they spending so much money on it and one guy comes up and he's an astrobotanist he says that all the other discussion aside what helps is that by building this entire rocket and the ecosystem around it they are able to create an environment for multiple science experiments which cannot uh, happen at the expense of the taxpayer so what they're doing is they are sending seeds up into space to see how the growth is how the cultivation is so they are forming agricultural practice. so there is and there are so many processes by way of creating a rocket that you understand in chemistry in physics in biology in mechanics that are happening at the expense of a private investor rather than the taxpayer so i i suddenly discovered a profession called astrobotanist and i'm like <laughs> wow we are not talking about engineering and biology and doctor anymore we're astrobotanist 
So what is the missing link in this day and age where your imagination is the only thing that's holding you back? I think the answer actually lies in the question that you asked itself, right? I think very, it's not education of young people. I think it's education of parents. You know, I think uh, that's the missing link. You know, we yes. never have thought about education as some. I mean, education is always seen as something that stops when you graduate, right? You know, हो गया स्कूल खत्म हो गया चलो डिग्री के लिए तुम you don't go to college also for education. You go to a college for degree. Education actually essentially in many ways school में खत्म हो जाता है for the understanding of anybody and everybody in a family setup. That you know college में तुम degree लाते हो degree से तुम्हें job मिलती है और तुम्हारी that's the larger understanding we mm. have in mm. our country, right? Nobody really goes to college just to educate themselves. That is something I suppose you know why why colleges like JNU or you know are are looked down upon in today's times, which uh, where we think like अच्छा वो तो क्या कर रहे हैं यू नो टाइम वेस्ट करते हैं पर बैठे रहते हैं वगैरह वगैरह वो लोग वो दुनिया घर में सीख रहे हैं वो एक्चुअल एजुकेशन वहाँ हो रही है वेर देर लिटरली लर्निंग एंड हैविंग कॉन्वर्जेशन एंड एंड ट्राई टू अंडरस्टैंड द वर्ल्ड बेटर विच विल देन हेल्प देम मेक अ डिफरेंस इन टू दैट वर्ल्ड बट वर्स इज ऑल द लॉट ऑफ प्राइवेट इंस्टीट्यूशन विच आर नॉट रियली एजुकेटिंग द फोर्स विच आर जस्ट हेल्पिंग दम लर्न हाउ टू गेट मार्क्स इन एन एग्जाम टू गेट द डिग्री दैट विल गेट दम अ जॉब दैट्स इट right and that also now is not needed because there are courses online that are doing them you know so what are colleges going to be for then you know that's a bigger question that even educationists are need to think about ki agar aapko agar aapko agar aapki online courses the young young logo jobs mil rahi hai to wo college aayenge kyun kyunki college mein education ke nahi aa rahe the wo jobs wo job dhoondne ke liye aa rahe the actually degree ke liye aa rahe the so so ek to that i think is something that you know education educationists and educational institutions should really really think hard and long about but as i said i think our our perspective is that education stops after a certain point whereas i feel like it it you cannot look at it that way and i feel it becomes even more important ek uh, to uh, i think education should carry on for everybody at all times and we should all con- constantly think of ourselves as learners and and you know versus teachers uh, and i think especially after you have children it is extremely important that parents start educating themselves once again to be able to help shape the children to be able to unbridge the gap between them and their children to be able to talk to them in their vocabulary to be able to do better to equip themselves with the better tools to listen to them you know and to try and understand and help them and be friends with them right and that education is completely lacking you know there are still books available on how to uh, when you when you are when a kid is born okay how do you for the first 3 years how do you help बुक स्टिल में भी अवेलेबल कि चार या पांच साल की उम्र में आपको क्या करना चाहिए एज अ फादर एज अ मदर उसके बाद कुछ नहीं है यू नो वंस यू बिकम अ टीनेजर वेरी एक्चुअली नीड बुक्स एंड सपोर्ट सिस्टम्स टू हेल्प अंडरस्टैंड योर चाइल्ड उसके बाद तो कुछ नहीं अवेलेबल होता उसके बाद सिर्फ यू नो एंड इवन इन फिल्म एंड मीडिया द पोर्ट्रेल इज दैट यू नो पेरेंट्स इज बिच अबाउट इट एंड यू नो यू नो टॉक टू इच अदर एंड फ्रेंड्स एंड से अच्छा मेरा बेटा बिगड़ गया है मेरी बेटी बिगड़ गई है you know mujhe nahi samajh aa raha kya karu wagaira wagaira versus ever trying to figure out like why is there this huge gap that happens after adolescence and why is nobody so far tried to figure out a way to you know unbridge that gap so that gap i think is an educational gap and that gap can be fulfilled if we try to figure out a, a way of educating parents about what their children are going through and how they should communicate with them better after they become of a certain age beautiful So, if you were to design a curriculum for a school of the future, what are the first few things that you would include in it? There's many, and I've thought this through a lot because I, you know, that's 
I don't it's I don't know if it's a secret ambition or a you know desire or I harbor this somewhere deep inside uh but but 100% like you know a of course I you know emotional wellness and you know mental health and well-being is going to be a really 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 important part of it so that you know I mean it still constantly surprises me that we teach them moral sciences but we don't teach them you know emotional wellness how do you you teach them that you have to do get good marks to be successful but you don't ever equip them the tools with the tools of what happens if you don't get success in the traditional manner what happens when you fail there is not a single conversation about failure in our in our in our curriculum anywhere in a society <laughs> at last there is no conversation about failure which is far more common than successes in the terms that success is defined by society so can we you know uh, uh, you know any curriculum that i would ever design would have free and open conversations about how it's okay to, to fail how it's okay to not be okay uh uh that's of course emotional wellness well being mental health another really important thing that we need at a very 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 early level is gender education gender sensitivity education we have young men women and people of other genders growing up without an understanding of how to communicate with each other with only the understanding of the predefined roles and conditionings that every gender is supposed to be if you are a man or if you are a boy you have to grow up to be a man who has the job of earning a certain amount of money and has to be the gatherer of the family you know and the uh, the paternal unit the the head of that family in that sense if you are a woman no matter how woke you are how, how liberal you are your eventual aim in life is to get married to a guy who is going to be the gatherer while i mean who is going to be the hunter while you be the gatherer who is who is going to make the money and you are going to help you know make the family unit nurture it because that's what a woman is supposed to do and we are way beyond that right now and yet those those traditional understandings are are still exist the conditioning still exists and it is it is it is destroying you know our culture uh, that is why you have divorces that is why you do not you have you see that young people cannot have a commitment issues because you have gone beyond that a boy does not only need to grow up to be the strong man who can't cry and who has to just earn money and take care of the family and a girl doesn't isn't just going to isn't just weak and and has to grow up to kind of take care of the husband and take care of the children and she's not just a nurturer everybody can have dreams of their own whatever those dreams are you know you can you can become partners and help each other achieve them but if you are taught at a very young age through patriarchy through your family setups through the education system that still segregates boys girls that still treats boys in a certain way girls in a certain way boys can can wear uh, you know whatever they want girls cannot wear uh, skirts of a certain length girls cannot have their sleeves up in a certain way you know i mean us ye abhi bhi us level par jo na matlab chal raha hai abhi bhi na at this level we are differentiating between young people we are we are still treating girls as you know uh, uh, as as objects you know which is just so tragic you know that that uh, uh, that's the way that instead of saying that a girl can wear whatever she wants and boys you know nobody else should kind of objectify her we're still you know trying to tell girls that you know you need to dress better you need to not you know uh, say something or be something or invite you know attention just ridiculous ridiculous thing and this is not just school level at a college level till today in our in in our government colleges and a lot of them including my own college you know there is uh, uh, there is hostel timings for girls after 7 o'clock girl can't be outside can you imagine like you don't the girls don't have access to a library after 7 o'clock in our government colleges 
it is it is just ridiculous at which level we have i mean and we need that understanding at a at a very early stage for young you know young folks of all genders to understand what is gender what is sexuality sensitivity of gender sensitivity gender sensitization uh, uh, sexuality sensitization is what we need at a very early age i think these are the two primary primary things that i would uh, you know try and do but if i had a if if i could design a curriculum i'd ensure that there was also training sessions for both teachers as well as parents to how to also communicate with young people better you know in and and that a lot of that training would be built on empathy you know so so i mean empathy i don't think is is while of course everyone should kind of learn empathy and kindness etc etc but i feel if we equip young people with gender sensitization emotional well being etc they will understand uh, you know that will help them uh, find empathy there but for older folks who don't get this concept i think in a very large way because we are a society also which is so patriarchal that you know वी आर अग्रेसिव सोसाइटी यू नो इट्स ऑलवेज लाइक किसी ने कुछ फोड़ दिया घर के अंदर जाकर मारा स्ट्रेंथ इज ऑलवेज सीन एज दिस यू नो वे ऑफ बींग प्राउड ओ आई है मेजर ऑफ यू नो हाउ बिग यू आर हाउ बैड यू आर हाउ ऑसम यू आर एक्सेट्रा यू नो सो या सो एम्पथी ट्रेनिंग आई वुड से फॉर टीचर्स एज वेल एज uh uh you know parents and and to just unbridge the gap between them and their children so these are the four things that i have constantly kind of kept thinking of and if someday i get to do this i will 100% uh have this please uh, please please shuru kijiye <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, finally i want to ask you ki with all of this passion and drive and fighting so much resistance that comes from a largely traditional patriarchal society or or conditioned mindsets in the crores not just in dozens or lakhs you you you're trying to break through walls every single day who are your support systems who are the people you turn to at the end of the day and go I yeah. I need to li- I need someone to listen to me <laughs> no so so um it's a, again an interesting question till 4 years ago you know i even though i had a support system always in my family and my partner my wife uh, um i never reached out to them because again traditional masculinity made me feel that if i would speak up about what i was going through uh, you know if i needed support i if i express it it would make me weak so at 30 31 i had uh, you know i was diagnosed with clinical anxiety i took a lot of therapy that helped me understand that i should not just always be the person who's you know uh, there for others i should also reach out for help when i need it and since then i think i've become much better at seeking help and i mean i've i've always been proud to count my family my mother in particular my brother younger brother my masi my dad my uh, you know my wife uh, all of them really being the center of my universe uh, but it was always a a lot more i i always thought my job in this family was to give in some way you know and uh, uh, but now i have kind of abandoned those ideas after therapy and being like no this is a you know a healthy relationship is one in which i am also it's okay for me to also seek help whenever i need it to be to ask for support when i need it which happens often now uh, you know uh, and and i'm and i'm really happy to kind of you know reach out to to the people that i love 
to be there and of course there's a many many friends but i'm just i think family and and my partner uh, my wife these are like you know my support systems always thank you thank you for sharing so much and just i i don't know i'm i'm going to log out a better individual uh just hearing you speak <laughs> you're being uh, too kind you know from what i was an hour ago <laughs> and being too kind uh, no thank you nikhil for everything you're doing and i think from writing for the young times in in bahrain <laughs> to 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 literally leading and healing uh, yuva or the youngsters of the country what a journey and i'm sure the best is yet to come i'm sure there is a lot more that you have planned uh, for yourself for people that you want to do and to 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 be a process to be a part of this evolution that's happening in the country and it's a slow process it's a marathon it's not a it's not a sprint you know and and i'm glad that there are people like you who are being the catalyst for this healing and this change and i must say this sorry but you are cool <laughs> <laughs> thanks for validating me anuj Yes, fourteen-year-old <laughs> Nikhil is validated yes. today. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I I really hope that at some point in the future I can bring you on to another episode. And and there's so much I want to talk to you about. There's so many other ideas and concepts that I want to discuss with you and ask um, you know uh, questions to you. And I hope we can do that sometime soon. But thank you so much, Nikhil, for coming on to my podcast. And this is this has been. truly truly a, a, a pleasure it's been delightful speaking with you and learning from you thank thank you so much anuj i think this really high kind words uh, i i don't ever in many ways actually i uh, think of myself as doing anything extraordinary and i think i think the day i ever think of myself in terms like healer etc that's the day where my you know where where i you know my downfall i suppose in many ways will start uh, because uh, um, you know i mean i, I think i think this is just I I think we live in a world where even the smallest act of kindness is seen as extraordinary right now because the world has become you know terribly unkind you know and 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 it's it's not that kindness is extraordinary it's just that uh, uh you know it is not ordinary anymore you know and that's sad that's tragic right so so if if we were just to create a society where everyone's just kind and empathetic to each other then you know people like myself are not like seen as doing something extraordinary you know and 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 i'm always very aware of that you know i don't think of myself in ever in any terms and i cannot and should not and i i hope that if ever i become one of those people somebody just like shakes me uh, wide awake or you know and calls me out for it and i suppose and i and i do know it will be the young people calling me out <laughs> that i'm very sure of it will be the gen z saying <laughs> ye kya ho gaya nikhil ko uh uh and and i'd be absolutely you know and i think they they must and they deserve to if if i ever become that no i don't i don't think that there's absolutely anything extraordinary in any of the work that i'm doing you've just been too kind i think this is i think we are we are all trying in our own ways and and uh, uh you know i mean there's just i want to try uh, for a kind of world you know that's that's the only hope that i have that's it thank you for listening to ed talk with anuj i hope you enjoyed it. New episodes drop every Friday so don't forget to subscribe and follow Ed Talk with Anuj on social media to stay updated. I'll see you next week.